Hallelujah. We thank God for his word. This morning we have a scripture reading from two nice passages. We have Ephesians chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 and then James chapter 1 verse 16 to 17. Shall we please hear the word of God? Ephesians 1, 1 to 3. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. And then James chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and it comes from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Hallelujah. So we are blessed this morning to receive the word of God from our own senior pastor-elect, Reverend Dake. Put your hands together for Jesus. Let us pray. I'd like you to speak to the Lord briefly, asking for grace. Pray that the eyes of your heart will be enlightened, the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. The Spirit of God should illuminate your minds and our hearts to bless us with words from him that stick fast into us. Our Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We give glory and praise to you because you are good and your mercies endure forever. Let your words stick fast into our hearts. Hearts that are discerning. Minds that are open. Spirits that are receptive to your word this morning for our upbuilding that we together become rooted in Christ Jesus to the glory and praise of your name. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Press on. Victory. Rooted. Rooted. No, rooted, then you say in Christ Jesus. Rooted. Hallelujah. This morning, my message is entitled, God, our source of blessings. God, our source of blessings. And we have seen these passages read to us already. Beloved, it is important for us to identify clearly who our source of blessings is and where our source of blessing is. Because your source of blessing potentially influences your commitment or service to God. If you are 
clear about where your blessing is coming from and you are sure that it is from God, it influences how committed you get to God. If you think your blessing is from another place, your allegiance goes to that place. Amen? So it's important that you and I, today, by the end of the service, we really appreciate where our blessings come from so that in gratitude we live in obedience and commitment to God no matter what. Can I say that again? It's important for us to know who our source of blessing is so that in gratitude to God we live in obedience to him no matter what. And that is what we speak about when we say we should be rooted in Christ and for this quarter, we should get to know Jesus intimately. So our knowing Christ intimately, part of it is to understand that God is the source of our blessings. Hallelujah. So I'll share three things with us. Number one, God created us originally with blessings. In Genesis chapter 1, we see severally, in several verses, that God saw that all that he had created was good. And God saw that it 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 was good. That means that all those things that God declared as good are indeed a blessing to creation. It is a blessing. In fact, in verse 22, in particular reference to the fish or the creatures of the sea and the birds, verse 22 of chapter 1 of Genesis, God said that, or the Bible says, and God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea and let the birds multiply on the earth. So in particular reference to birds and creatures of the sea, God pronounced blessings upon them in Genesis chapter 1 verse 22. Then when God created man, when God created man in verse, from verse 28 and 29, God blesses man. 28 says that then God blessed them, male and female, all right? God blessed them and said to them, male and female, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish uh, of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the every living thing that moves on the earth. And 29 says, and God said, see, I've given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, you, I mean, I've given them to you for food. So God created us and blessed us. Even after the flood, God came to Noah and pronounced similar blessings on Noah. And now added living things like animals as part of food. To, 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 to Noah from uh, Genesis chapter 9 verse 1 to 3 you see that over there so God originally created us 
with blessings. So, if you want to trace where blessings originated from, blessings originated from God. The God of creation put creation together with blessings. Amen? The God of creation put creation together with blessings. You do not need anyone to tell you for that matter that the blessings you have today is coming from some shrine or from some goddess or from some self-confidence or from something else. It is clear from the origin of creation that in putting creation together, God did so with blessings. So going back to Genesis, tracing it to the very first principles tells us clearly that God is the source of blessings. There is no controversy about that. He is our source of blessings. Amen? Now, we all know that in the midst of all these blessings God created creation with, Man or humans marred the blessings with a sin of disobedience. We marred it with a sin of disobedience. And I will not dwell too much on that. But in the midst of that, several years down the line, God decided to restore these blessings back to us. And in Ephesians, Paul the Apostle puts it in a very interesting way. And that's my second point. My first point was that God created us with blessings. My second point is that now God blesses us with spiritual blessings. With spiritual blessings. So in the book of Ephesians, in God restoring the blessings back to us, the apostle Paul puts it in a very interesting way or a very unique way in chapter 1 verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So the blessings now have been restored, but not like it was originally, perhaps if you like, beyond what it was originally. And I'll come to that very shortly. We are now blessed beyond what it was originally. Now, he introduced a dimension and says that this blessing is spiritual blessing. And it is every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Beloved. This blessing is not earthly. Let me start from there before I go into some brief overview about this whole idea of spiritual blessing. It is not earthly. The Bible says that we are blessed with these blessings in heavenly places. Now, what it means is that these are blessings that cannot be corrupted. They are blessings that cannot fade. They are blessings that cannot spoil. They are blessings that cannot be destroyed. 
They are blessings that cannot be marred. They are blessings that are secured. They are in heavenly places. Beyond the reach of principalities or powers or rulers of darkness or wickedness of high places. Beyond even anything that is physical, that is human, that has limitations. These blessings are secured in heavenly places. And church, briefly, let's look at how these blessings are. The nature of these spiritual blessings. And they are dotted in the chapter, chapter 1. So, I'll just highlight a few of them. In verse 4, we are told that he chose us from the foundations of the earth. So, we are looking at a spiritual blessing I have entitled here or subtitled, Election and Predestination. It is our spiritual blessing. It cannot spoil, it cannot fade. It's unchangeable. Election and predestination. And verse 4 says that we are chosen from the foundations of the earth. Verse 5 talks about our predestination to be adopted as sons of God. So it is a spiritual blessing for us. Verse 11 also talks about we are predestined to inherit him. Verse, then number 2 says, I am speaking on God as the source of of our blessings. So I will not digress to go into the meat of these spiritual blessings. I'll just highlight them and then we'll move on to talk more about the substance of God being the source. The second spiritual blessing I can mention is acceptance. There are many who are looking for acceptance and because of that they are into all kinds of drugs, illicit relationships, and all kinds of things. And they play themselves at the end of the day with the consequences thereof. But in Christ, verse 6 tells us that we have been made accepted in the beloved. It is a spiritual blessing in heavenly places. You are not someone without acceptance before the throne. You have complete acceptance in the beloved before the throne. Number three, spiritual blessing. Forgiveness of sins and redemption. Verse seven. Tells us that we have been forgiven of our sins. And we have been redeemed. Number four, spiritual blessing. Oh, I love this one. Divine revelation. It is a spiritual blessing that you are able to read the scriptures. And you see, years ago when I was not born again, I found the Bible too difficult. Anytime I read it and I was a churchgoer going to church, some years ago I was a churchgoer going to church and just following the masses. Then somehow along the line I joined another group which was not my father's church, which was, I wouldn't mention the name. Then I joined another group. That one I mentioned the name some time ago, so... It was a great group, great inverted commerce. A friend of mine says that he loves to have a Baptist head, a Pentecostal heart, and a Jehovah Witness leg. He wants to have a Baptist head, and a Pentecostal heart, and a Jehovah Witness leg. 
think about that. So years ago, I was into some of these things. I was, I was uh, really, I was once a Jehovah's Witness, neck deep into it. But I read scriptures and I did not understand, or I understood them differently. But when Christ came into my heart, when Christ circumcises your heart, and the Spirit of God bears witness with your spirit. That you are a child of God. The spirit dwells within you. And illuminates the scriptures. And sheds light on God's words. And gives me or gives you divine revelation. You are able to read the scriptures. Appreciate it. Understand it. And get excited. Even when you don't have money in your bank account. You are excited because of God's word. Hallelujah. This revelation you don't, we don't trifle with it. It is a spiritual blessing. In verse 9, we see that God made known to us the mystery of his will. The mystery of his will. That we can walk in the will of God. Made known to us. Hallelujah. In verse 10, we are told about union in Christ and with Christ. Because the Bible says that he gathers together in one all things in Christ. It is a spiritual blessing to be in Christ, to be united in Christ and with Christ. Hallelujah. Then we have an internal inheritance in verse 11. Then in verse 13, the Bible says that we have been sealed of the Holy Spirit. Can I hear an amen in the house of God? We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. We have been sealed. Sealed. Sealed with the Holy Spirit. And no one can break that seal except God. It's a seal of ownership. And the lawyers among us will tell you that if something is sealed, it is sealed. It signifies ownership. Complete ownership that is exclusive to the one who has applied the seal. And our seal is the seal. Not of the high court, not of the supreme court, not of anybody, but the seal of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That is a spiritual blessing. Now, church, these spiritual blessings are what I will want to refer to as the real blessings. When you are blessed with spiritual blessing in heavenly places, the opportunity to be blessed with all the other blessings what are non-spiritual is a matter of course. Hallelujah. Didn't Jesus say that, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added. So all the other blessings people chase and run after, we don't need to run after them. When we are blessed by God with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, those other ones will follow. Hallelujah. They will follow. And in fact, can I dare tell you that those other ones, you are already blessed with them. Being blessed in heavenly places with spiritual blessings qualifies you as a candidate of blessings in any non-spiritual dimension you think about. Hallelujah. God is the source of our blessings. 
God is a source of our blessing. He's a source of every spiritual blessing. Beloved, that is what the Bible tells us. That we need to remember him as the source of our blessing. That's my last point. Remember him as the source of, of your blessing. He, he is the source, so remember him. Remember him. See, church. In James chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, he says that do not be deceived. <laughs> my beloved brethren, every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Don't let anybody tell you somewhere that your parents did not, were not giving birth and they had to go and consult some oracle somewhere. So that is where you came from. Or you got these children from some consultation and from drinking some concocts. So that is where you came from. Be not deceived. I believe in the fact that we need to, to, to trust our potential and, and capacity. But the inordinate attribution of success and progress to self-confidence is a deception. Be confident in yourself. Just be confident in yourself. Who are you? Who are you? Today you are there. Tomorrow you are not there. Be not deceived. The scripture said, don't be deceived. These things come from God. You need to remember that. We need to remember that. And you see, church, can I tell you this? The more confidence we develop in God, the more dependence we develop in God, the heightened or the higher our capacity and ability to do the things that we are supposed to be doing. Because Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 tells us that he is the one who gives the power to produce wealth. The ability to study hard and get the A's. The ability to be innovative. The ability to get the top level clientele. The ability to win more souls. The ability for anything you want to call wealth, the power to do that comes from God. It comes from God. So James is saying that don't be deceived. Don't let anyone deceive you that these things come from somewhere else. And motivational speakers are all over the place and they'll tell us, be self-confident, be self-confident, be self-confident. Anytime I hear that, I ask myself, this self, where is it ending? This self that we are supposed to be confident in, where is it ending? Yes, I believe in you being assertive. And, I, and you can testify that the young man standing before you is assertive. Amen? Because God has not given us the power, the spirit of timidity. 
but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So I believe in that. That is why I'm saying that the inordinate attribution of success and victory and progress in life to self-confidence is a deception. It is a deception. And we should move away from it. Like James says, don't be deceived. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. From the father of lights. <laughs> he's, he's, he's interesting or he's very, he's very careful in, 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 in his submission by the Holy Spirit that he did not say that it's, it's coming from the father. But he, he, he gives a qualification that it's coming, it's, these things come from the father of lights. Before whom nothing is hidden. Who throws the searchlight on all creation and sees everything through and through. Everything is transparent before him. He knows from the beginning because he's the father of light. He knows from the beginning. He knows in the middle. He knows the destination. He knows what will happen next. He knows everything as the father of lights. From whom? Every good and perfect gift comes from. Because he's the father of lights, his gifts and his blessings come and they are described as good and perfect. As good and perfect. That means that if you have any blessing and you cannot describe it as good and perfect, you need to put a question mark on it. Because the blessings of God make a man rich and he has no trouble to eat. So if you call something a blessing and there is trouble surrounding it and there is pain surrounding it and there is worry surrounding it and there is sorrow surrounding it, you have to ask questions about it. Because he leads us beside still waters for his name's sake. But you just go to some water and you are drinking and you think it is still waters but there are alligators and crocodiles in the water. So be careful what you are calling blessing. That fraudulent manipulation of things and you get money, you call it blessing. It is water with crocodiles and alligators. By the time you put your mouth in the water to drink it, ham, your head is on the way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those dubious relationships and you get money and you think it is blessing. It is not blessing. It's not good and perfect. Hallelujah. The good and perfect comes from the father of light in whom there is no variableness. There is no variableness. He does not treat Kwame differently and treat Kojo differently because of any form of favoritism. Hallelujah. He does not show partiality. He deals with each and every one of his children fairly and justly. And when it happens that way, church, you see somebody in his brand new car and you see another in another type. And because you know that this is a blessing from God, you are not envious of what has happened in another person's life. You are content because godliness with contentment is great gain. 
You are content. You are content with what God has blessed you with. Hallelujah. God is not unjust. So he sees Amma and blesses Amma according to a certain understanding and how his light has shone on Amma and has understood his ways and knows what he needs. She, she needs and God has blessed her and is blessing Kojo differently and is blessing Kwame differently and is blessing you differently because in him there is no variableness. There is no partiality. He deals with each and every one of us fairly. And when you get that kind of fair treatment, you should be content with it. Hallelujah. God is the source of our blessings. And there is no shadow of turning. Amen. You see, he does not do things. One, one writer said that God does not act and give us blessings which are shadowy. Blessings that are shadowy. Today it is there, tomorrow some transient something, something that looks like a mirage and you are chasing it and you never get it. No, that is not the God we have. Amen? And when he declares in his word, in blessing I will bless you, he means it. He does not turn away from it. Hallelujah. He is immutable. He is unchangeable. He is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. He knows all. He knows our times and our days. And even the places we must be, he knows them. And he blesses us accordingly. Your own blessings is on the way. Hallelujah. This year, you need to acknowledge that God is the source of your blessings. He is the source of your blessings. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11, winding up very soon, Deuteronomy 8, verse 11, he tells us that, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes, which I command you today. Don't forget. Remembering God as the source of your blessings requires you not to forget him. And in not forgetting him, you live in obedience. Disobedience most of the time happens when people lose focus of who they are. Lose focus of what they have. And lose focus of what their potential is. If you know who you are, you know the God who has blessed you, you remember where you are coming from. You are motivated to live in obedience. So if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, reading from verse 11 downwards, he talks about don't forget God. By disobeying him and not following his commandments. Then he goes on to talk about when you have built your houses, you have done this and you have done that and you have done that and done that. Then you now forget. Because of good living, 
You have forgotten where you came from. May that not be our share. Hallelujah. May that not be our share. May that not be our share. Can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? In this year, 2023, as many of us who remember where we came from and continually be grateful to God and be thankful to him, showing him gratitude for who he is and he being the source of our blessing, sometimes you may not need to even be making requests. That gratitude alone registers in heaven and it is not for God to continue to bless you. Hallelujah. Remembering how much God has been the source of your blessing is enough for you to clasp your hand into God's hands for 2023 journey. For 2023 journey. By the time you are showing appreciation, God just grabs your hand like that. This is my son, my daughter, who shows a lot of gratitude for who I am and me being the source of his blessing. Let's work together. And that should be your portion. That should be your portion. That should be your portion. Hallelujah. Do not forget. Do not ever forget. I've written here, remember, remember, remember. Don't forget by living in disobedience. The comforts you have, it's not because of your skill, not because of your strength, your good looks, your swiftness, your being astute in being a businessman, being able to sit down at that board meeting and, and be able to decipher between uh, investment options, do your analysis, risk and return analysis, and do your risk profiling and choose the best option uh, option A, option B, option C, and you've done all those analysis and say, prompto, I've gotten it. Those who did that, majority of them today are having haircuts. <laughs> and I am not saying it without myself being included. Yes, because I come to the table with a considerable amount of background in investment and finance. And I have also done similar analysis and done some investments and I've also been hit by some haircuts. Unfortunately, I don't have enough hair. <laughs> or is it fortunately? <laughs> fortunately, I don't have enough hair. Can I have some witnesses in the house? <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah so those things does not secure your blessings whether there is haircut or not I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places and on that the haircut can come I'll go to the next year my hair will grow bushier than the previous one <laughs> hallelujah beloved God is our source of blessings. Let us remember God as our source of blessings. In conclusion, church, 
even in times of difficulties, which would come, trials, they will come, testings will come. But if we know that we are blessed by God and he begin or has blessed us already with spiritual blessings in heavenly places, we will go through these situations having our roots deeply rooted in Christ and all those things that rise against us will crumple before us and we will rise up and be victorious. Hallelujah. So that we keep on pressing and pressing and pressing on onto victory. Church, you and I were blessed from the beginning. We marred it with the sin of disobedience. God restored it, yes, with spiritual blessings. So now, he asks us to seek that spiritual blessings and all the others will follow. Remember God as your source and serve him in obedience. God bless you.